Welcome to another episode of Highland Football Weekly with me, Ian Auld. On this week's show, we're speaking to a real Ross County cult hero. Whenever I've asked listeners who they want to hear from, who they want me to speak to, Karim Bukra's name always gets mentioned. He spent 18 months at Ross County way back in 2000, nearly 21 years ago since he joined Ross County, but he made a lasting impression with the football club. Not the first foreigner to play for the football club and certainly not the last. Of course, Alex Schalke will always have a special place in the hearts of Ross County fans after scoring that goal in the Scottish League Cup final. The Dutchman has joined in terms of cult heroes along with the likes of Stefan Wolfarth who made a uh, a kind of big impression in a couple of months with the football club scoring some big goals, namely against Celtic. But Karim Bukra is one of those cult heroes. So sit back and enjoy the next 50 minutes in the company of the Frenchman Karim Bukra. Karim Bukra, welcome to the podcast. First of all, how are you? I'm very fine, thank you. I'm very happy to, to hear the <laughs> and you maybe and for you maybe my French French accent. So sorry if my English is not as as it's supposed to be. It's no. been a while now since I spoke French, I spoke English. So no, no, absolutely. There's a I bet there's a few people who you encountered in this part of the world, and I dare say your English was probably better than theirs. There's been a lot of Ross County fans that have been uh, have got in touch actually and are, are are keen to hear from you. Um, and a lot of you know you've you've definitely got a a, a a big support from your from your time here at the well, your time at Ross County. Um, now you went you were at Greenock Morton before that for a, a couple of months, mm-hmm. but I want to talk to you first of all about your your career before coming to Scotland. So what was what was your early uh, career like uh, over in France? I mean you you played for some clubs in in France. How was that? How was the early stages of your career in your homeland? Uh, I was born in Le Havre, and uh, when I was 12, I went to the to the bigger club here, the biggest club here. It was in Premier League. So from 12 to 22, 23, I went all all through all the all the teams in the academies, and then I had to stop because my parents didn't want me to to go to other clubs because they want they wanted me to go to university. So I went to university, but I, every weekend I came back to my. I, I was playing with the the thirteen of the thirteen of the club, and I was top scorer of the league, even if I I didn't train. So one day my my coach was the the, the, the second coach of the first team. So there were some injured players, and he told me, "Why you don't come over to to see if it's okay for you to train with us first? And at the moment, uh, I put I put pressure on him. It was funny because the moment he proposed me to to go with the first team on training, uh, I told him that uh, I was happy because I was in touch with uh, Olympique de Marseille to go for a try over there. So as soon as they knew that, they told me, "No, you stay with us in the first team." And uh, so for the 
on the third team, I played directly a friendly game in the first team. And four days later, my first game was, I was amateur. Uh, and uh, I played my first game against Paris Saint-Germain in Premier League. So I was the only one in France who was amateur and played in Premier League. I was 21 or something. So I stayed one year and a half in, um, in Le Havre, in Premier League. Then I moved to Brest. It's, uh, it's kind of Scottish up there. It's in Brittany. It's Celtic uh, atmosphere. Uh, so I, stand, I stayed one year over there. Then I moved to Ajaccio in Corsica. It's completely different, more Mediterranean, from Mediterranean. Uh, then I moved to another small club, was Angoulême, very close from Bordeaux. And I had a very good season. And I went to Paris FC, who is far in Ligue uh, 1. And then I went to a small club very close from Le Havre because of my, hand, my contract was up and I was supposed to come to Scotland earlier. And uh, I went, I, I think I arrived in, in Morton for September. So it was quite, uh, quite uh, late for us because in France, we, we, we start in July. So I went to this club for a few months to, to be sure that I would be fit. And then I moved, my, my agent sent me to, to Brunet Martin for, for a few months. And over there, I enjoyed everything, but the club was a disaster. I mean, not the club, but the people who, was, who were running the club. There were two, two chairmen. One was paying some players and the other one, the new players. And I was discovering a new league a new way to play football, a new language. Everything was new. I enjoyed it very much. It was hard to settle. And you know, the funny thing about, 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 um, about my game in uh, Rusk, I played for Martin against Ruskanti away. And I wasn't bed for a few weeks. And I said to the manager, no, I, don't, I don't play that game. I don't want to spend five or six hours in the bus to play for free. So I, I, will, I will do everything to, to go back home. And all the players told me at the last training session on Friday, they told me, no, come, come with us. We need you and blah, blah, blah. We, are, we have to stay as a team. We will speak to the chairman next week, blah, blah, blah. So I went to Ross County and I didn't know anything about Inverness or Dingwall or anything. And I've played a good game of there just because maybe I needed to play, you know, with my mind free. And uh, I knew that with the teammates, it was okay because we would be paid the, the next week. So I just enjoyed, I, I love the pitch, just the atmosphere and everything. And there were two or three French players. Uh, there was uh, Escalon, Franck Escalon and uh, he was from Lerave as well. Landrizana. And they told me, yeah, it's a good club. You're, you're paid. The chairman is like this. The training is like that. The, the, we're here in Dingwall, but the, the city is not far from here. Inverness is a good town. So I, can't do so I played a good game. Then I came back to Glasgow and I met, uh, because my Moravchik was my friend. And he's, he's, uh, one of his coach was uh, uh, Eric Black. So I, I was speaking with uh, 
Lubo and I said, I don't know what to do. I go back home or I stay here. I don't know anybody here. And he said, no problem. So he took his phone, his mobile phone and said, because uh, Eric can speak French better than me. His French is perfect. So I spoke to him on the phone. He said, come back, come home tomorrow and uh, we'll speak. I speak to him and he directly spoke to, to Rory and, uh, and Neil. And the day after I was signing in, uh, in the rest country. That was the story. There's a very nice, um, very nice link there because Eric Black is from Allness, of course, just up the road mm-hmm. from Dingwall. Mm-hmm. So there's a very nice link there. Uh, just before you moved to Morton, though, I mean, moving to, to Scotland personally, I know a lot of people that listen to the podcast know that um, I'm a massive jambo. So around about that time, um, Gilles Rousset and Stéphane Adam, you know, two Frenchmen that came into my own club hearts. I mean, I idolised those guys. Uh, in terms of moving to Scotland, did you have any hesitations about um, moving from from France to, to Scottish football? Not really. Um, because before that, I've played a few games in Italy for a club I didn't sign for. And uh, I was... And my generation was about to 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 follow Cantona, and he, he was a big player in France and in Europe and in the world. But we, you know, it, it was the the first uh, British game we were seeing on TV with Canal Plus. Uh, it wasn't like today; every minute you have one game from China, from anywhere, everywhere in the world. It was very seldom to have the, uh, a, a British game. So. I said, I thought I, I would like to, to try in Britain. I didn't know where in Britain. And uh, but Scotland, I even I even can say that I would have preferred to, as a footballer, to play in England. Uh, but I didn't like the English uh, mentality. The, it's like, I think we are the, about the same in France. We think we are the best. Uh, we think we are better than everyone. And I think when I, I went a few times in London and I felt uh, what foreign people would would feel in France. And uh, so I was quite happy and uh, I'm very happy. I, I should have came earlier in Scotland. I, I came, I was uh, 27 maybe. I should have come up there when I was 23 or 24, maybe to play two or three season, and if I was good enough, I would have went to to England, for example. Now I, I was almost too old to to play. I would have done. I should have done better if I if I came earlier. I should have done. I should have done better. Yeah, but to answer your question, no, I was uh, I was happy to. Twenty seven is is like the answer in your career. You already know. Already know things. You know how how the how the world of football is. So you want something new. I had no wife, no children. So I said, yeah, it's a bet I have to take now. Otherwise, it would be. I didn't want to to be at the end of my career without knowing uh, something special. Yeah, I know you mentioned you were with Greenock Morton for a couple of months when you when you first arrived and. Yeah, there were a lot of uh, kind of things going on behind the scenes, financial complications. But 
on the whole, I mean, you, you the couple of months you spent with Morton, albeit maybe not the the directors at the club. Um, how was your your time on the pitch? Because you, you were scoring goals, at Greenock Morton as well. In terms of how did you mm-hmm. uh, first of all settle into that that team? And I'm assuming because Greenock itself is close to Glasgow, is that where you kind of uh, you stayed for the first uh, couple of months? Yeah, I stayed in, in uh, no, I stayed in Greenock. But I was often in Glasgow. Uh, I really enjoyed my time over there. And even when I was in Inverness, once a month I was going to Edinburgh or Glasgow. But on the pitch, the first four or five games, it, for me it was a nightmare. I was, all the balls were 10 meters above my head. I had to run. I couldn't understand it. We, ha- we needed time to to adapt ourselves, me and my teammates. Um, and uh, so it was hard. And you know, the, the first two or three games I had uh, three yellow cards in a row, I think, uh, because I didn't know how to play and I got and I got upset it's time the, each time the, the defender kicked me or pushed me. Or, uh, and, I, and I understood that I had to adapt myself to the new league not all Scotland would play football I want to play. I was here and I had to adapt to the culture, the way the way football is played in Scotland. So, so at the, at the time, I was 1 meter 83 high and I was 72 or 73 kilos. So I said, no, from now, I go to the gym every day. And I went away, when I arrived in... in, in in Ras County, I was 183 for 82 kilos. So I, I had 10 kilos, muscles kilos more. And my game changed, completely changed. I was faster, I was stronger. Uh, I could keep the ball. I could play. I, sh- I should have came here. That's why I, sh- I said I should have came in Scotland five, five years before that. So I, when I would be... 22, 23, I would have put some more weight and I would have been a different player for a long period of time. You moved to Ross County, as you as you alluded to there, Eric Black kind of helps get that move off the, the ground. You're uh, thrown into the heat of the action for Ross County after signing. You make your debut uh, against Air away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ross County went 2-0 and you have a hand in the opening goal. You assist Owen Coyle, of course, uh, who was on loan at the club and then went on to manage the club a few years earlier on. But that must have been a, a, a dream start for you, you know, sco- uh, sorry, assisting on your debut mm-hmm. and then getting the side off to a kind of winning start on your on your first uh, your first start for them. Yeah, yeah, sure. It was, uh, I was very, very welcome in, uh, in Ross County. It was the perfect club at the perfect time for me. Um, and yes, you you know how it happened from how I knew that I would start the game. The manager came next to me on the bus and said, uh, "Karim, you start you start the game like this, like like uh, number ten. You play play the way you want, no problem. Just make sure that we win the game." Uh, and from you know, I was from France, so it's not usual to have a manager who give you the key of the team and say, do everything you can to help us to win the game. Uh, it's more tactical, it's more... And, 
So for me, it was very strange. And then when, when I went to the dressing room, there, were, there was music and in France, you don't you have silence because you have to be focused even 45 minutes before the game. So I had to, to adapt a lot of things. And uh, yeah, th that game, there's something I love about Scotland. It's the pitches, perfect pitches very often. So for me, it's when I have the ball on my feet, to my feet is very, it's very cool. It's, it's soft, and it's a pleasure for me to have the ball. So they they understood very quickly that uh, even the manager uh, Neil Cooper uh, said to the team, "Give him the ball always on his feet." And uh, at the very pleasure to give assistance and score, score goals. That was a very good uh, good first game. Uh, completely different from from my time to in Morton. Uh, yeah, it was it was a very very good start for me. Yeah, I think we, we didn't lose any game. Maybe ten or twelve games in a row. We we didn't lose any game. I think if I if I can remember. Yeah, it was a very good start. Uh, once you joined the football yeah. club, um, you mentioned them there, Neil Cooper. Sadly, a man that's no longer with us. Um, there are there have been a lot of guys that I've spoken to on the podcast that have that have worked alongside him. Some played, mostly been managed by him. Uh, what are your experiences and what's your kind of standout memories of of Neil Cooper? You mentioned the you know the, the chap there on the bus, but what's um, what's the thing that you'll always remember Neil Cooper by? As a man, he was a very good man. Always tried to laugh and. To put to put good atmosphere in the team, the dressing room, and for me it was strange because it, for me as a manager it's too much, so I didn't understand first, and then I understood that he, that's the way he was, and he wanted us to be free and to to take to to have pleasure on the pitch and the, and, and in the team, and uh, we all, we also had some big arguments, uh, and I think we the the mistake we made both of us that was the. We didn't know how to speak to each other. I know that he liked me and he did everything to help me to be good on the pitch. But uh, when we had an argument, uh, at the end of the argument, nothing was solved because we were two, two big personalities. Uh, but we had in common football. And uh, he was, uh, I was happy with him because it, he, he shown me passion over 100%. Even if for me at the beginning it was too much, I understood the, that he, he loved the game and he was 100% passionate. passionate. So, uh, yeah, I was very, very sad when I... I was very sad when I, when I learned that he was that. But... Uh, I wish I could come back at the time and do things different. And I think we should, we could have uh, bring each other other things because we're we are foreigners, both of us, and we should have go forward with the with our differences. And I would appreciate him differently. And all all the 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 the, the chairman, the directors, and the, the the managers that I have, what I had. Now when I meet them, they tell me. Uh, you were—I don't know how to say in English. Uh, uh, you were—you were a frustrating player. 
with the way you played and the way you were in your life. But that's the way you are. And, and once it's in the past, you discover, because I don't have the same relationship now with my, with my previous director or manager or chairman. And I'm very sad that I couldn't have this kind of relationship with him now because he's, he's gone. I, sh I wish I could at least meet him once again to, uh, to, to share that kind of moment and even uh, laugh about uh, what we had before during our lifetimes. I'm sure that, you know, if, if Neil was with us today, knowing the kind of guy he is, that, you know, he, he probably would be able to have that conversation because it's like, it's like um, you know, we always hear stories about on the football pitch. It's said, everything's said in the heat of the, the moment. And I'm sure that, you know, what's what happens in the dressing room inevitably stays in the dressing room. Um, I want to talk to you about the dressing room because your teammates... Well, first, 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 sorry. Yeah, about the dressing room, the dressing room before I, before I, I, I don't remember what I was I wanted to say. You know what happened one day, to to tell you how 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 strange Scotland can be for a French guy like me. And I was on, sometimes I was the the only foreigner in the in the squad. I went into the dressing room, see all the players seated in, in, the, in the benches, and I see maybe. 10 pictures in colors of Shrek. Just above us. You know Shrek, the cartoon? So some player put them on the, on the wall every, two, every two, two meters, they put, they put <laughs> Shrek. And when, when the manager went, went into the dressing room, everybody laughed. Because for, for them, they, they thought that the cartoon was the same face of the manager. And when you saw that, he just laughed. Everybody was laughing. Uh, I said, yeah, you're in Scotland. Because it was funny, even if it's, it was half an hour before the game. In France, it cannot exist. <laughs> so that was a funny story I wanted to tell you. It's, it's, funny. Was incredible. it's funny because um, while I left my kids downstairs, while I'm up here, um, and I said to them, do you want to watch a movie? And Shrek was one of the movies that I was going to put on for them whilst I end up upstairs and do this interview. So Shrek's still um, incredibly uh, popular, of course. Um, probably the, the Scottish humour uh, there with uh, Shrek and, and Neil Cooper. I hadn't heard that likeness of, of Shrek and Neil Cooper, but now you say it, it, it makes sense. Um, your teammates that you um, encountered, I mean, some incredible guys in that, in that changing room, that dressing room, very, you know, different characters. We've, we've spoken to, I mean, two, for example, uh, Brian Irvin, who I've known for a, a number of years. Um, you know, Brian Irvin, I mean, very experienced defender, uh, very, very nice guy. And, and Stevie Ferguson, who we've interviewed uh, only a couple of months ago, and, and Fergie, um, you know, is, is, a, is a different character completely. You know, I, um, uh, you know a very chirpy kind of guy, um, and I'd imagine, you know, but you need that mix in a dressing room. How did you find um, the Ross County dressing room that you uh, you walked into when you joined the club? Uh, for example, uh, I think we we've learned each other's to to appreciate the other ones. 
they were they were looking after me and they was waiting from from me a lot of things to help them to be sure that they would be in this league the next season and uh, so as a french player i went to the first time into the, the dressing room uh, as very focused i didn't want to 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 feel the that they could be disappointed from about me. So uh, it took time for me to to be more cool with them because as a French, I wanted to be, I was too focused. Now I can say I was too focused because you can, you cannot, you don't have to be focused on the dressing room, you have to be focused on the pitch. And that's what Scotland taught me. And uh, so step by step, we discovered each other and uh, it was it was good as well. Even sometimes it was hard because I couldn't speak speak, or my mindset wasn't the same as the, uh, as theirs. So it was it was hard. But I always found someone uh, who was showing me some some love. I could say there was there was there were some players like Fergie, yeah, sure, uh, Maxi, uh, and Maxwell. Uh, the goalkeeper, what, what was his name? Uh, the one who played for Rangers and uh, he Walker. He, he is an unbe unbelievable man. He is an unbelievable man. Uh, who else? Uh, yeah, I was close to Fergie and uh, and Ian. When I was some, something to ask, I always uh, I always went to towards them to. To learn how how it works in this team in the club, uh, for example, where do I buy my shoes, my football my football shoes? Uh, what time do I have to color entire tracksuit? And uh, it started like this, you know. And then step by step on the pitch, when I understood who was playing often, I tried to make to make some some links with the players. So I knew that Fergie was in the middle of the time. And Steve and uh, Ian and uh, and Brian at the back all the time. So I knew how to play with them, and and they, I think they were happy because I I did everything to to help them to be better player because I understood the way they wanted to play, and they knew how I wanted to to receive the ball and then step by step. And, and I think that's why we, were, we 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 won several games in a row. Highland Football Weekly is proud to support local charity. Mikey's Line, a charity based in Inverness, covering the whole of the Highlands. Set up in 2015 after a number of suicides in the area. People struggle on a daily basis with a multitude of emotional and mental health difficulties, yet only a fraction of people are able to talk about it. And Mikey's Line are here to help. They run two services, a crisis centre with appointments and drop-ins available in Inverness City Centre, but their main service is a text-based support service, which includes SMS, text messages, Facebook Messenger, web chat and Twitter. If you're feeling like you need to talk to someone about your mental health, then do so today. Text 07786 20 77 55. That's 07786 207755. They're also available online 
mikeysline.co.uk. They're also on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as well. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. Jock's Talking Balls is the new podcast where four football fans debate the biggest talking points in football history with some hilarious results. Diana Ross scores that penalty. There's an argument for the greatest goal of all time because she breaks the goal. She literally breaks the goal. <laughs> Each week there's a different topic where the four of us have to come to a complete agreement on a final top five. Okay, let's buckle up. It's going to be a long night. Tipso's not in. Aldi's not in. I'd put a cross through them yet. Oh, Ross isn't happy. He's not happy. And that's where our real opinions come to the fore. They're just a, a skid mark on, on Highland football. I just hate them, they're just a shambles of a club And when comparing the two, I just find Undine mm-hmm. deeply unpleasant Sit back and reminisce as the debate takes all sorts of turns It's the craziest, the most amazing goal celebration that we'll never see If it makes these two boys <laughs> wet the knickers the way it is now, then it has to be good The back of that stand like, has an asbestos warning <laughs> I mean, come on, jeez <laughs> The Jocks Talking Balls podcast, a must-listen for all football fans Find us on Spotify and other podcast platforms now Yeah, that would be worth listening to, I would love to hear that Don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter at Highland Weekly. On Instagram, it's at Highland Football Weekly. And on Facebook, it's HFW Podcast. But for now, let's get back to this week's episode. Very early into your Ross County career, they welcomed Rangers to uh, Victoria Park in a a big game for the club. It was Rangers' um, first senior visit there. Um, Quite an incredible game, and that's, I think, where... A lot of the supporters um, remember you fondly from uh, that game in particular. Um, talk to us about that game because Ross County were 2 0 down. It looked like an upset was was not on the cards. You somehow battled back to 2 2. You clipped the crossbar. Uh, Stefan Kloss got just a fingernail on it to touch onto the crossbar. Very nearly made it 3 2. I mean, that would have been a, a massive moment for yourself and the football club. And then Barry Ferguson scores in the second half to, to edge it Rangers way 3-2. But that must have been some some night in terms of the game against Dick Advocates Rangers, but also the atmosphere as well. Talk to us about your memories of that game. Um, I remember the game, but it's funny because uh, the, way you, the way you lived the game is not the way I lived it. Uh, we went to the, I don't know where, the day before to a castle somewhere, I think where Madonna got married, her wedding or something. And uh, so we went over there and um, I was already, it's like I was the, for this weekend, I was like in France in the atmosphere because I had time to to focus on the game. I I had my own room and uh, I could focus on the game and I I wanted to show people that they could count on me uh, during this kind of game. And that's why I that's why I was signed, and that's why I, I was here for. And uh, so I was very well focused, and uh, the atmosphere was, uh, yeah, sure, incredible. And uh, before the game, half an hour before the game, uh, as I w- I went very close from the chairman, Roy, and he said, "So, Karim, he said, Karim, how do you feel?" I said, "I feel I feel good. I think today we can beat Rangers." And he said, uh, and and then he made he, he was laughing. He said, "Yeah, I hope I hope so." And he said, "Then we didn't speak for one minute, and we stood one close, one one very close to each other." And he said, "It's the calm before the storm." And I said, "You're right." And I went to the dressing room, and uh, 
So I've seen that the, for the first time, the, the players were nervous uh, because for them it was a big game. It was a big game, but in France, I always I, I was all, uh, I had played this kind of game against Paris Saint Germain, Monaco, Nantes, and you had you had some players in in a, in Rangers, in Rangers, they were who played the World Cup, or they played for the national team, and for me it was, as I said, to show people that they could count on, count on me. And but I was 27, 28, and I wanted to know uh, if if they were that good. I wanted to know um, if I could have uh, during one hour and a half this kind of level. So I was very focused on the team and I, and I did everything to, to help the team. And uh, uh, I left all the players went to the, to the corridor before you go to the, to, the, to the pitch. And I stayed alone in the, in the, in the dressing room. And the manager come to me, said, well, you don't play today. You, what are you doing? I said, leave me one minute. So uh, I had a very big, uh, concentration and I said today tonight is our night I wanted to play for for the for this team for this club and for for the fans because I'm always the one who is uh, with the the poor or the little against the big one and I want I didn't want to lose five or six nil or something like that I said no it cannot happen tonight so see yeah of course I've, I had a great shot and I, I almost scored but what I remember about, about this game is more uh, uh, the atmosphere, the environment, and why I was here. And, and if people speak about me like this today, it's because I think I, I did something good for, for these people. So, you, yeah, you, you're, you're right what you're saying there. You've obviously played against, you know, um, sides and big sides in, in France. In terms of the the opposition that Rangers had on, on show that day as well, I mean there were some some impressive uh, players, but that's something that you obviously relished, you know, pitting your wits against the likes of I mean Barry Ferguson was a Scottish international at the time. The two guy was playing, Stefan Kloss was playing, but Contiman was playing, the Boers were playing. Um, Tori Andrew Flo got two of the goals on a Norwegian international. Is that something that you relished playing up against these, you know, these supposed Bigger players? Yeah, yeah. In France, I played against Ginola, Wea, Golden Ball, uh, Rai, um, uh, Turam, Petit, Zidane, Lizarazu, Dugari, um, who else? Um, Bernard Lama, uh, I don't know who else. Uh, Enzo Schifo from Belgium. Uh, Jürgen Klinsmann, uh, well, this this kind of player. So I wasn't scared about. For me, no, I was just I, ju I just didn't want to lose the game with a very large uh, uh, score. That's all. And and I was enough after the game. Everybody was happy, but I, I was happy. We we had a great night, but I, I knew that we could have done better. And that was my, my, my biggest frustration in, my, in all my story in Russ County. I knew that uh, with this kind of game, we, we could have made a very, 
Livingston were very, very strong that, that, that season. But if we had started better, we could have been maybe not promoted, but not far from promotion. And then the, the season after, we didn't make it. And that was, for me, it was a very big frustration because I would have been the most um, happy man on earth if I, if, I was been, if I had been promoted with the Resurrection in Premier League. That was my purpose when I went to, the first time when I went to country. The, the second season that you have at Ross County as well, you meet Rangers in the, the League Cup again. It's a, a very narrow defeat. I spoke to Stephen McKay, who scored that night on the, on the podcast. Um, you also lost to Hearts in the uh, in the Scottish Cup that season as well. But that second season, you, you start you start scoring goals. Um, so that, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that must have been a, obviously a nice feeling as well, getting, getting goals into your, your game as well. Um, that was your uh, last season with the with the football club. When you look back over your uh, eighteen months with Ross County, what's the kind of best memory or the the the, 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 the thing that stands out for you in terms of that eighteen months? What's the highlight of your your Ross County career? Uh, the highlights. I have only good memories. Only the arguments <laughs> with the manager sometimes. Uh, no, I had very good memories. Uh, yeah, of course, the, the the games against Rangers. I wish we'd, we 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 would have played against Celtic as well. Um, but yeah, played playing against Rangers was a was the highlight, even if we should have done better. It's funny because actually the the year before that, Cali Thistle across the bridge. Knock Celtic out of the Scottish Cup in a very famous night, and you were just, you know, hoping that Ross County would get their night, and it just, you know, just wasn't there uh, on that on that night in particular. Um, you mentioned there that you enjoyed living in, in Inverness. Uh, um, you lived in Inverness and commuted to, to mm-hmm. Dingwall. In terms of that uh, that environment, because very different to to Glasgow and Edinburgh, uh, Inverness. Having, you know, I was born in Edinburgh myself and moved up to Inverness. About uh, 15 years ago, and, and absolutely love the place. How did you find the 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 environment that you lived in, the the social life? How, how did you find that compared to the the bigger cities? For me, it was fantastic because when I wanted to party or shopping, uh, I could have could have go to uh, I could go to Edinburgh or Glasgow, and to work. What was the it was the best place. I don't. I didn't have time to spend time and get some tiredness. I was here to play football, and that's what I did. So that was the perfect place. And you know what was uh, incredible for me? It's uh, when you're a professional player in France. You go in town center. You always have someone who asks you an autograph or pictures and everything. In Scotland, no. You you can be with your wife, with your children. They will leave you alone. They 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 show you that they. They recognized you, and that that's enough. But then, during the one hour after the game and two hours after the game, that's my job to sign and take picture with some people, and that was just the top. The social life was. Uh, I had some friends. I've met some friends. They brought me to 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 the cinema. They brought me to some uh, tea tea parties. There's lots of things, and I was very. Uh, the second year, I was uh, 
very involved in the social life in, in Inverness. Yeah, very much. I enjoyed it. I should have stayed for five years in, in, uh, in Inverness. The second time when I came back, I was supposed to sign again. You, you knew that? That I, I was supposed to come back in a second time in the Ross County? No? When was that? Uh, two years later, maybe. Yeah. So, uh, so I was 2004, is that right? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was always in touch with Rizroy when he was on holiday because he, he, he often comes in, in south of France. So, and he said, what do you do? Who do you play for? Blah, blah, blah. I said, no, at the moment, I don't have any contract. He said, okay, I will speak to the manager and you can come next week. I said, okay, you do the preseason with us and we'll see. So I, I, I trained with the team, everything was, was okay. I was looking, I was watching on the newspaper, you know, to buy a house in, in, in Inverness. But the, the French document never, never arrived. So I couldn't sign. And I had to come back to, to, to France. And then the manager, one, one friendly game, they lost 5-1 or something on preseason. And uh, so I said, yeah, Karim, you cannot stay because uh, I have to pick up my team now. Uh, if you cannot sign, you have to come back to, come back to France. And if, once you have your document, you can come back and sign. Oh. So I was supposed to stay much more longer in Scotland. Jeez, all right. So that would have been, what, 2004? So I think John Robertson was a manager yeah. that season, yeah? yeah. No, I don't... Uh, it, it was a manager who didn't want to have his player with the... He wanted them to be shaven all the time. All right, OK. Um, Alex Smith? He was from... Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Not not a, a small guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe 55, 60 years old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's him. That was him. So he didn't want his players to be... He wanted his players clean-shaven, is that right? Yeah, yeah. I know that. <laughs> yeah, they told me, Karim, well, because you know, I lose, because my, my, my skin is very soft when I shave. I, I, have, I, I don't like it. And this, the, so the doctor told me, no, you, you, have, you cannot shave. You shave like your, your hair, you know? So I, I always have to keep some very small beer and uh, he said no you have to shave i said no no i didn't sign yet <laughs> i don't i don't shave at the moment he said okay i didn't know there was a there was almost a, a reunion there with uh, ross county but uh, as i say i mentioned um to a couple of my ross county supporting friends that uh, you were coming on the podcast and they were delighted to uh, to hear from you how was the connection with the ross county supporters when you were uh, when you were over, um, I'm assuming that um, you know there was many good relationships with the uh, supporters. Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't first. I didn't understand very much English. So once I played a good game, and the manager took me off maybe 15 minutes before before the end of the game, and I, I sat on the bench, and some players were laughing around me. I said, "Why? Why are you laughing? Did did I do anything funny?" They said, "No. Listen, listen, the crowd." I say, hey, okay, what do they say? <laughs> they, they, they sing a song about you. Oh, okay. And then I scored a few goals, and each time I scored a goal, they, they were singing the, the, the national anthem. 
French national anthem, and there was always the, the French flag. So when you're a foreigner, when you're accepted like that, you cannot ask for more. It would be nice to, you know, regardless of where you come from, nice to be um, accepted into, into the club. Now, uh, you leave Ross County, as we say there, you, there was almost a, a reunion uh, with Ross County a couple of years on, which I didn't know. Um, in terms of, um, you, you still keep in touch with um, the likes of Roy McGregor, as you mentioned there, you've got a good relationship with him. Stevie Ferguson, who is now chief executive mm-hmm. of the club as well. Still got a good, very good relationship yeah. with them. And you, I'm assuming that you're still watching from afar at how Ross County are getting on. Yeah. Yeah, I still watch uh, every weekend. I have a, I have a pop up on my phone. I watch the all the results, and I was happy that they won a few games because they were badly they were badly at the end of the of the, the table. Um, I spoke to Fergie. You know, uh, he came over. I invited him because he uh, was two or three years ago. Uh, he was looking for a club for his license, for his badges, you know, to, it, it was his last badges. Um, and I said, yeah, no problem. You can come over. I'll introduce you to, to the club here in Le Havre. They are in, in second league. And the director is, uh, was my goalkeeper. And I know some people here. I will introduce you to the academy that is very famous in France, in, even in Europe. So when he, come, he came here, I invited him in here in my house and uh, we spent some time together one week and uh, I, I said to him uh, what do you, what kind of player do you do you think you, you could take with you here and it was the second team under 19 I think he said okay most of them could play even in Premier League but um, I, I think the club Rescanti is about um, how can I say that I, I want to be careful because I don't want to be uh, uh, misunderstood. Uh, it's a good club. Uh, it's a friendly club. Mm-hmm. It's a family club. But they, they, it's like they think they cannot do big things like bring some players and say, here's, here's the club. Yes, we have a, a 10,000 seat, 10, seat uh, stadium. That's the way we train. But we play in Premier League. Uh, and uh, the way this this spoke about them, it's like uh, uh, it's like the opposite of French or English. They never show off. They always think that they cannot go above something. You know, they have to be more confident and trust themselves and say, "Yeah, we have this club, and with this club, we can do this and this and this." I don't speak about playing Champions League, but I speak about bring two or, two or three players. Uh, I, I spoke to them. I said, even from Italy, I can get you from, I can get some player from Milan, Napoli, uh, Roma on loan because they would, uh, they would spend one year in Scotland and maybe they go to, to England after that. So you can make money and have good, um, good players. And they said, yeah, I don't think some, some people from Milan would come over here in Dingwall. No, I did it. No, anybody can do it. So uh, it's, I'm frustrated because I would like to help them to do better. We're recording this just before Ross County have just come 
back from 1-0 down away to Hamilton. They've won the game 2-1, so um, it's a very positive result for Ross County and I'm sure that you'll want to see them finish as high as possible uh, in, yeah. this season's, uh, in this season's Scottish Premiership. Uh, Karim, it's been a pleasure chatting to you um, over the last hour or so. Uh, I know that there'll be a lot of Ross County fans that will be... Um, They'll be reminiscing about um, memories of, of you playing for Ross County uh, while listening to this podcast as well. Have you got a message to the, the, the Staggies that will be tuning into this? Yes, I would like to say to, to the demo, to the Ross County fan that I was, before the COVID, um, I was planning with, uh, with Fergie a friendly game from Hot Players. <laughs> Uh, because you know, here every summer I played one, uh, two or three games with a, an association. Uh, it's only a former player, professional player. You have some player who played for French national team, and we come all together to play a friendly game against other uh, players, professional players. And with the money we get, and uh, with the sponsor and uh, from people who pay their tickets in the stands, we we. we we get some money and we give we give all the money to to some hospitals for for children and everything. So one of my goals before I, I cannot run anymore would be to come over with a French team in Ross County to play a friendly game against against my previous uh, teammates before we we're too old and. Uh, as a charity game and give all the money to the to the hospital in in Inverness or somewhere. So that was that that's one of my goals. But at the moment you cannot do it. But I I would like very much to do it in Scotland. For me that would be something massive emotionally. So Ross County fans could yet still see Grimbukra playing at the Global Energy Stadium. We could see that return eventually. One day when COVID disappears. Don't worry, I would prepare myself. I would be able to run. And you're, and you're going to go up against... Uh, Steve, I think it's Stevie Ferguson's going to play on the other side. So you're going to, you're going to go up against Fergie. <laughs> he told me that he would play only 15 minutes. He doesn't want to play more. In that 15 minutes, he'll probably... He'll be going for you. You know that. Yeah, he will kick me. <laughs> that is sure. He will kick me. Yeah, very pleased. It, it was for me an absolute pleasure as well. Thank you for our invitation. No, it's absolutely brilliant to catch up with you. And uh, as I say, um, I'm sure this will go down with uh, lots of Ross County fans. But uh, yeah, pleasure to talk and stay safe. <laughs>